0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, April 13th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Childcare centers in the St. Louis region are struggling to find workers. We can't offer The best pay, I give what I can and I give incentives, but for a qualified good worker, I can't give them what they're worth. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports on the toll the worker shortage is taking on child care centers and parents. A federal judge in East St. Louis has heard arguments in a lawsuit challenging Illinois' ban on many high-powered weapons and high-capacity magazines. Mawa Iqbal has more. Gun rights advocates were seeking a preliminary injunction to block the ban before the judge issues a final decision. Attorney Thomas Mag says guns like the AR-15 have been used for self-defense for the past 20 years.
1: The very firearms that are prohibited under this act were on the market, including in Illinois. It's not a marketing gimmick of the firearm company. It's the demand of the people that want these firearms.
0: Defending the ban, Christopher Graham Wells from the state attorney general's office brought up the Highland Park mass shooting and said there is a long history of regulating firearms used in violent crime. The judge could have a decision on the injunction in the coming weeks. I'm Mawa Iqbal. BJC HealthCare is expanding a gun lock safety program to more than 20 locations. The locks are free and accessible in the BJC family care centers, children's hospitals, and emergency rooms in Missouri and Illinois. Dr. Lindsay Klukes works in pediatric emergency medicine and leads the program. About two-thirds of families endorsed that they were using the gun lock we provided to them and that they changed their storage practices for the better. Kluke says gun locks are part of keeping children safe and she would like to see more preventative services throughout the St. Louis region. Pelvic exams can be performed on unconscious patients without their consent in Missouri. As Jody Fortino reports, lawmakers are trying to ban that practice.
1: Performing pelvic, prostate, and anal exams on patients under anesthesia is legal in 29 states. The exams are often conducted by medical students learning the procedure. State Senator Lauren Arthur is a Democrat from Clay County. She said
0: lawmakers may add protections for whistleblowers who speak up about the practice. We don't want to create unintended consequences or other barriers or challenges for patients, but we also don't want to accidentally create loopholes where this becomes ineffective. The Missouri Senate and House unanimously passed separate bills banning the practice. I'm Jody Fortino. Illinois will receive more than $65 million as part of a multi-state settlement with the e-cigarette maker Juul. The company is settling claims from six states and the District of Columbia, alleging it misled customers on the dangers of vaping and used marketing practices to target minors. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul says stopping the tactics has been a priority since he took office in 2019.
1: As important as money is to hold bad actors accountable, changing conduct is more so, particularly with this industry.
0: Raoul says the money will be used to fund educational campaigns and treatment for people dealing with the health effects of vaping. A mosque in West County is implementing more sustainable practices to combat food waste this Ramadan. St. Louis Public Radio's Lara Hamden reports on how it aims to reduce its carbon footprint with composting efforts during the Muslim Holy Month. Each
1: night during Ramadan, anywhere between 100 and 300 mosque break their fast at Dar al-Islam Masjid in West County. This year, the mosque made a concerted effort to mitigate food waste by partnering with local composting business New Earth Farm. Urbab Majid is a volunteer at the mosque who directs people to put the food scraps and foodware into their designated bins.
0: During Ramadan, unfortunately, uh, yes, food waste does uh, end up being a problem and we get a first-hand view of it in doing the waste sorting as most of the food waste goes into the compost bins and we have to separate things out to make sure the bins are used efficiently.
1: Muslims will mark the end of the holy month next week with the Eid al-Fitr holiday. I'm Laura Hamden, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Child care providers in the St. Louis region are having a tough time. Some closed during the pandemic. Others are having trouble finding enough workers. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, low staffing and wages are taking a toll on child care centers and parents.
1: It's the end of the day at Beginning Steps Child Care and Learning Center in the Penrose neighborhood of North St. Louis. And Carolyn Tyson is picking up her five-year-old son Mason as he plays with friends on the playground. She's a supervisor for a local home health care company and says enrolling her child was the best decision since it's hard for her to take time off to take care of him. But the center will close its doors in June. Tyson says she's lucky to have family who can step in though she could still face some tough decisions. If I couldn't get the help that's needed, then I would probably have to make a switch in my career where I can find a job that will open up the availability to put him first and be able to be there for his need and still work my job to provide for him. Across the St. Louis region, child care centers have had trouble finding and retaining workers. Some have closed entirely, and for others, not being able to find workers or pay them enough means they can't take in as many children. Candace King is director for Beginning Steps. She's had trouble finding full time help because she can't compete with other employers who pay more than $15.
0: We can't offer the best pay. I give what I can and I give incentives, but for a qualified good worker, I can't give them what work.
1: The number of state-approved child care slots in St. Louis dropped from 12,000 to 11,000 in the last three years. In St. Louis County, it dropped from almost 35,000 to 33,000. There's also a shortage of child care workers statewide. Child care operators say they accept fewer children because each worker can only care for so many.
0: COVID just pulled back the curtain to expose what was really happening.
1: That's Robin Phillips, CEO of Child Care Aware of Missouri, a statewide resource and referral organization. She says workers face low wages and a lot of families need care while providers have to juggle with how many kids they can actually take care of.
0: How many children can they really serve to still be providing quality and be in ratio and have safe and healthy spaces for children when they're challenged... hiring staff.
1: Several state and local grants are aimed at helping child care providers hire and retain staff. The St. Louis County Council last year approved using five point six million dollars in federal COVID relief funds to boost the pay of child care workers. St. Louis approved almost two million dollars in similar aid. The state's childcare workforce is starting to recover, but it's still slower than other sectors of the economy, largely because of low pay and competition from other industries. Charles Gaskin is a senior economist at the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis.
0: Now centers are operating in a situation where they know they need to increase wages to re- attract more workers. Um, But they don't necessarily have the the buffer of like a profit margin, so to speak, as, as many of them are nonprofits.
1: Gaskin says inflation, food and other overhead costs and capacity restraints can often put pressure on centers. He says wages have risen for child care workers, though not as much as other sectors of the economy. Advocates say increasing state child care subsidies could help low income families afford thousands in child care costs and allow centers to use money to pay workers more. But even childcare centers that don't accept subsidies are having trouble finding workers. Faith Academy operates three centers across the region, and each is accepting fewer children than before the pandemic. At its Sunset Hills location, Executive Director Christian Skibo and other administrators will often pitch in, allowing teachers to take lunch and restroom breaks as they're taking care of infants. Skibo says the center is accepting 20 fewer children because they don't have enough staff. She says each center gets one phone call a day from parents looking for care. Many are on a waiting list until January, but Skibo thinks she'll have more help when the summer starts.
0: People who are on break from college, or um, you know, teachers who you know like work at an elementary school and then they've got off for the summer, and so they can come come work with us. So. It's not quite enough yet, but it's something, and that does encourage me.
1: Skibo says until there's more money for workers, childcare centers, and families are going to be in a tight spot. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our David Casares edited that report. Before wrapping up, the song that inspired the name of St. Louis's National Hockey League team has achieved another honor. St. Louis Blues is now in the National Recording Registry. That's a kind of Hall of Fame for recordings. A version of the song from 1922 by composer W.C. Handy's Memphis Blues Band was added yesterday. It's believed a woman walking the streets of St. Louis upset that her husband was with another woman served as Handy's inspiration for the song. The recording goes into the registry on the same day as another tune connected to the hockey team. If you've been to a blues game over the past few years, you've likely heard John Denver. Denver's 1971 classic Take Me Home Country Roads became a staple at Enterprise Center in the 2019 Stanley Cup season. The team tried Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline as a third-period sing-along, but the crowds weren't into it. A worker randomly suggested Take Me Home Country Roads during a meeting, and it caught on. The song first came over the Enterprise Center sound system in February 2019, and fans have been belting it out ever since. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio. I'm not sure if she's a John Denver fan. We are a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Theme music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.